Hey, what's up, guys? Welcome to another episode of the Blind Analysis. My name is Tommy Ray Valdez. Today, I want to talk a little more about the NFL. I want to get you guys ready for the Week 11 matchups. Um, and I also want to talk a little more MLB news as well. So first, we will get started by talking about the NFL. I want to get you guys ready for some of these matchups that will take place in Week 11. There's going to be some interesting games. First, we will begin by talking about the matchup between my Seattle Seahawks and their division rival, L.A. Rams. This should be a very interesting game. Um, you know, With uh, these two teams being division rivals, uh, normally when two division rivals play each other, most of the time they are very good close games. Um, so that should make this matchup very interesting. The Seahawks coming into this game with a 6-3 and three record. The Rams coming into this game with a 3-6 and six record. Uh, but going back to week one, um, <clears throat> The Rams, they got the win over the Seahawks in week one. Um, I believe the score was 30-13, to 13, so it was a shocking and surprising loss for the Seattle Seahawks. But now, um, going into uh, their second matchup of the season, the Seahawks know exactly what to expect. Um, the Rams, um, you know, they have a very good quarterback in Matthew Stafford, who will be healthy, and he's expected to play in this matchup for the Rams. Um, coming back from a thumb injury. Um, and uh, we know that Matthew Stafford is a gunslinger. He's got some good weapons in Cooper Cup and Puka Nakua. Um, Puka Nakua had a really good game for the Rams um, in week one against the Seahawks. Um, and, um, you know, it's going to be interesting. With the Seahawks secondary now fully healthy, uh, they were not fully healthy in week one. They did not have Devin Witherspoon. Uh, they also did not have Jamal Adams, uh, but both of those players are healthy um, for this matchup uh, the second time around. So that's going to make things very interesting. Um, how will they, um, you know, line up uh, their cornerbacks against these Rams wide receivers? Um, you know, will it be, um, you know, Puka Nakua uh, going up against Devin Witherspoon or uh, Cooper Cup going against Devin Witherspoon? Um, or will it be, you know, Tariq Willen? Um, you know, um, going up against, you know, Cooper Cup or Tariq, Tariq Willen going up against Puka Nakua. So uh, we'll see how they line these guys up. I imagine they'll probably be moving them around. Um, so, you know, that should be very interesting as well. But, um, you know, looking at, um, you know, these two teams, uh, the Seahawks um, on paper, you know, they definitely look like um, they are a much better team than the L.A. Rams. Uh, but the Rams always play the Seahawks tough. Um, so with that being said, it's going to be very important for the Seahawks defense to put pressure on Matthew Stafford. They have to get after Matthew Stafford, make him uncomfortable in the pocket, um, and try to force him uh, to make some bad throws uh, so they can come up with some turnovers. Um, and if they can do that, I think the Seahawks will be in very good shape to win this game. They also have to focus on stopping the running game as well. Um, and I think that's where, um, in addition, like Leonard Williams is going to be very important for the Seahawks in this matchup. Um, not only can he get after opposing quarterbacks very well, but he can also stop the run. Um, and Kyron Williams, um, you know, did have a couple of big touchdowns against the Seahawks in week one. Um, but, uh, he didn't rush for a whole lot of yards. So, um, you know, if the Seahawks could find a way, uh, to shut down this Rams running game, um, I do think that, um, you know, they can 
win this game. Offensively, um, you know, Seahawks are going to have to do a really good job of playing solid complementary football. It definitely is going to help the Seahawks that they will have Abraham Lucas back in this game to help protect Geno Smith. He has been out for a while with a knee injury. Um, so having him back uh, will definitely help to protect Geno Smith. Um, and if Geno Smith has good protection, um, you know, that definitely can um, help him to get the play-action passing game going. Um, and if he can spread the ball around, you know, to DK Metcalf, Tyler Lockett, uh, Jackson Smith and Jigba, Jake Bobo, um, you know, the tight ends and Noah Fant, Will Disley and Kobe Parkinson. Um, you know, definitely lots of uh, weapons for Geno Smith to spread the football around, give the Rams defense a lot of different looks. Um, and if we can get the running game going with Kenneth Walker and Zach Charbonnet, um, I like the Seahawks' chances of winning this game. It's not going to be easy. Um, you know, it's definitely going to be a close game, probably going to come down to the wire. Um, but, um, you know, if the Seahawks um, can play some solid complementary football offensively, I like their chances of winning this game. Defensively, the Seahawks have really been playing well going back to their matchup against the New York Giants. Um, you know, that was really the turning point for the Seahawks defense, um, you know, from that point on. And offensively, we just have to get a little bit more consistent. Um, I do think that offensively the Seahawks made some positive strides in the right direction in their win over the Commanders, uh, but they just need to build on that and continue to play well. So we'll see what happens. This should be a very fun game to watch. Uh, but um, in the end, I think if we can win the turnover battle, um, I think the Seahawks will win this game as well. So uh, that's my thoughts on that matchup. Now I want to talk about a few of the other matchups around the NFL for Week 11. Lots of interesting games. Uh, first, we will get started with Thursday Night Football. This is going to be a great game between the Baltimore Ravens and the Cincinnati Bengals. Two teams that have really been playing well this season, but they are both coming off of a heartbreaking losses last week. The Bengals um, losing a close game to the Houston Texans and the Ravens um, blowing a 14-point lead uh, to the Cleveland Browns, and they ended up losing that game. Um, so this is going to be a very interesting game. Two AFC North division rivals. Um, so that's going to make for a very interesting matchup. Um, the Ravens, uh, they have struggled lately uh, with turning the football over. So Lamar Jackson is going to have to clean that up. Um, and uh, the Bengals, um, you know, uh, keep an eye on Joe Burrow. He is a little bit banged up. Um, dealing now with a wrist injury. Um, I did hear that he has a brace um, on his right wrist. So that's something to keep an eye on um, in this game as well. But um, I do think that, um, you know, with this uh, matchup being in the Baltimore um, at the home of the Ravens, I do think the Ravens will win this game. I do think it'll be close. It'll be a very high scoring game. Um, but um, ultimately it's going to come down to, um, you know, who does a better job of taking care of the football um, and, um, you know, um, which defense comes up with big stops late in the game. Um, you know, the Bengals, they do have a very good defense, uh, but I do think the Ravens um, have an overall better defense than the Bengals. Um, so I do think that the Ravens will get the win in this matchup. Um, another interesting game will be the matchup, um, another matchup with the AFC North. Uh, between the Pittsburgh Steelers and the Cleveland Browns. Um, an interesting 
Um, update on this game, um, Deshaun Watson, the starting quarterback for the Cleveland Browns, um, is out for the remainder of the season uh, with a shoulder injury. He has a broken bone um, in his right shoulder, which is his throwing arm. Um, so he will be out for the remainder of the season. So um, hopefully Deshaun Watson will have a speedy recovery um, and he'll be able to come back next season. But uh, we'll see how this affects the Browns moving forward. Their defense um, is uh, one of the best defenses in the NFL. Um, but in this matchup, they will be going with the rookie starting quarterback um, in Dorian Thompson-Robinson. Um, so that's going to be interesting going up against a very good Pittsburgh Steelers defense. Um, you know, both of these defenses play well, um, but, um, you know, both of these offenses are um, concerning in this matchup. Um, Steelers offense uh, really has been struggling all season long, but their defense has really been carrying them to a lot of their wins this season. Both these teams um, have winning records, both playing very good football overall this season. Uh, but, um, you know, it's going to come down to which offense uh, do you trust more in this matchup? Um, you know, both of these defenses are very good. Um, but um, in the end, I do think that, um, I think that, the Steelers will win this game. Um, it's a tough game for me to pick, uh, but, um, you know, I think I just trust, uh, you know, the coaching of Mike Tomlin in this matchup. Um, you know, I do think that Kenny Pickett will be able to put up just enough points to get this win over the Browns. So uh, we'll see what happens, but that should be a very interesting game. Um, another interesting matchup um, will be uh, the matchup uh, between uh, the San Francisco 49ers and the Tampa Bay Buccaneers. Um, this should be a very interesting game. You have two offenses um, that can put a lot of points on the board. Um, two defenses um, that um, have been uh, very good this season as well. Um, but uh, with that being said, I do think the 49ers will win this game. Um, you know, they do have... Um, a better team than the Buccaneers overall. I do think they have more weapons than the Buccaneers offensively. Um, but um, it's going to come down to the defense, uh, which secondary is going to step up. Um, you know, you look at these two teams and both of these secondaries, um, you know, have had um, a little bit of trouble at times this season. Um, you can um, make some big plays in the passing game. Um, you know, against uh, the 49ers and the Buccaneers. So with that being said, it's going to come down to which quarterback has a better game between Brock Purdy and Baker Mayfield. Um, you know, even though the, the Buccaneers haven't won a whole lot this season, Baker Mayfield has been playing well. Um, Buccaneers still very much in the mix uh, to um, try to win the NFC South. Um, but uh, with that being said, the 49ers, you know, uh, they look like um, a more complete team. And I do think that they will get the win in this matchup. Um, another interesting game will be the matchup between the Arizona Cardinals and the Houston Texans. Um, two quarterbacks uh, coming off of really good games, C.J. Stroud and Kyler Murray. Um, Kyler Murray making his season debut last week for the Cardinals. Um, and uh, in this matchup, uh, going up against um, the Houston Texans, who have really been playing well. They now have a 5-4 and four record. 
Uh, their rookie quarterback, C.J. Stroud, is most likely going to be the NFL Rookie of the Year, in my opinion. Um, he has really been playing well. Um, Arizona Cardinals defense has struggled this season. Uh, so with that being said, I do think the Texans will win this game. Um, I do think that um, it, this possibly could be a very good game um, if Kyler Murray can continue to play well for the Cardinals. Uh, but in the end, I trust the Texans defense more than I trust the Cardinals defense. So that's why I think the Texans will win this game. Um, another interesting matchup um, will be the matchup between uh, the Buffalo Bills and the New York Jets. Uh, this is a very interesting game. You have two teams uh, that desperately need to win a football game. Um, their offenses have really been struggling, and uh, they have both been really hurt by penalties lately. Um, penalties really hurt the Jets' offense in their loss to the Raiders last week, and uh, we all know what happened with the Bills um, with their matchup against the Broncos. Um, you know, that final play of the game where the Broncos – um, were set up uh, to kick that game-winning field goal. Uh, they ended up missing the field goal, but the Bills had 12 men on the field. Um, so that gave the Broncos another opportunity to kick the game-winning field goal. Broncos they ended up winning the game um, with a walk-off field goal because of, of the 12th man on the field for the Bills. And also um, a big uh, pass interference penalty which allowed the Broncos to get into field goal range as well. So um, Bills really hurt by penalties. Uh, Jets really hurt by penalties um, in their loss to the Raiders. Every time it seemed like uh, Zach Wilson was starting to move the ball um, with that Jets offense, um, you know, um, their drives ended up being stalled by penalties. Um, and that ended up really hurting the Jets um, in that game against the Raiders. So, um, you know, this might come down to who's going to play smarter football, um, you know, which offense is going to get going. Both of these defenses really play well. The Jets defense has Josh Allen's number. Um, you know, you look at um, the two matchups that Josh Allen had against the Jets last season. Those were his worst games. Um, and uh, um, in week one this season, that was the worst game of the season for Josh Allen as well. He threw three interceptions against the Jets defense. So um, <clears throat> with that being said, um, you know, it's going to come down to which offense, um, you know, can come up with more big plays and, um, you know, who's going to play smarter football and commit less penalties. Both these defenses um, have really been playing well. Um, but uh, in the end, I do trust the Bills offense more than I trust the Jets offense. Um, so. Um, I do pick the Bills to win this game, uh, but I am not very confident in my pick of the Bills to win this game. So uh, we'll see what happens. Um, should be an interesting game, uh, but I do think the Bills will get the win. Um, and, uh, you know, this is a must-win game for both teams. The Bills trying to catch the Dolphins in the AFC East division. Um, and Jets also in the same division, but they're uh, just trying to battle to um, try to get at least one of the wild card playoff spots. Um, you know, they are trying to stay relevant in time for Aaron Rodgers to come back in the month of December at some point. Um, Aaron Rodgers um, is saying that he will be back at some point in the month of December. So Jets trying to hang in there. 
um, until Aaron Rodgers can come back and really help out their offense. Um, but, uh, you know, we'll see what happens. Um, but uh, in this matchup, particularly, I do think the Bills will win a close game over the Jets. Um, another interesting matchup will be Sunday Night Football. Minnesota Vikings going up against the Denver Broncos, two teams really playing well. Vikings on a five-game winning streak. Broncos on a three-game winning streak. Um, but with that being said, I do think the Vikings will get the win in this game. Um, you know, I think I just trust the Vikings offense overall a little bit more than the Broncos offense. Uh, both of these defenses have really been playing well. Um, you look at the Broncos defense, nine turnovers, nine takeaways in their last two games, four against the Bills, five against the Chiefs. Um, so um, that's going to make this game really interesting. But the Vikings have done a really good job of taking care of the football lately. Um, Josh Dobbs um, has done a great job since joining the Vikings. Um, you know, he is 2-0 and um, as a starting quarterback for the Vikings. Uh, Russell Wilson has been playing a lot better for the Broncos lately. Um, the Broncos' defense has really been playing well, like I said. Um, but in the end, I think I just trust the Vikings' offense a little bit more than I trust the Broncos' offense. Um, it should be a fun game. It should be a close game on Sunday Night Football, but I do think the Vikings will get the win. Um, and then on Monday Night Football, um, a Super Bowl rematch from last season between the Philadelphia Eagles and the Kansas City Chiefs. Potentially, this could be a Super Bowl preview as well. Um, so this should be a great game. Um, it's going to come down to um, the Chiefs offense going up against the Eagles secondary. Um, the Eagles secondary at times um, has struggled this season. Um, you can throw for a lot of yards against the Eagles secondary. Um, and this possibly could be uh, the get-right game for Patrick Mahomes and the Chiefs offense. Uh, but the big question um, that um, has been looming all season long for this Chiefs offense um, is, um, you know, can other people besides Travis Kelsey step up and make big plays for this Chiefs offense? That is still the big question. Uh, Patrick Mahomes did say, um, you know, um, in the Chiefs um, uh, win against the Dolphins um, in Germany, he did say, um, look, we are going to get this offense figured out. Um, and once the Chiefs get that offense figured out, they're going to be even scarier than they already are. Uh, the Chiefs, they have a very solid defense. So do the Eagles. Uh, but in the end, right now, I trust the Eagles offense more than I trust the Chiefs offense. It is very difficult to um, to pick against Patrick Mahomes. Um, you know, more times than not, um, that doesn't go well when you pick against Patrick Mahomes. Uh, but in this case, um, Jalen Hurts is really playing well. Um, keep an eye on that banged-up knee for Jalen Hurts. Um, but to, other than that, um, I do think that the Eagles' offense overall is playing better than the Chiefs' offense. Uh, two great defenses, so that's going to make this game very interesting. But I do think the Eagles will get the win. So we'll see what happens. Uh, but um, it's going to be a very fun game to watch. So... That's my thoughts on some of the matchups around the NFL for week 11. Um, actually, a couple more really quick. Um, the uh, uh, the Lions and the Bears, I do think the Lions will get the win over the Bears, um, even though Justin Fields is expected to come back for the Bears. The Lions have an overall better offense. I do think that they will get the win. Um, the Cowboys, um, they will get the win over the Carolina Panthers. Uh, they have... Uh, 
just an overall better team. Panthers only have one win. Cowboys really played some good football. Dak Prescott's playing well. Cowboys offense is playing well. Their defense um, has been really good all season long. And I think they will get the win over the Panthers. Uh, the Commanders, I think they will get the win over the New York Giants. Um, Giants very depleted, very injured. And the uh, Commanders offense is really playing well with Sam Howell. So I do think the Commanders will get the win um, in that game. So um, just wanted to add a few more um, NFL games um, that uh, came to my mind uh, right before um, you know I was about to wrap up uh, with the NFL segment. Um, so uh, with that being said, um, actually one more. Sorry, guys. One more. Uh, Packers, Chargers. Um, you know, Chargers, they have an overall better offense than the Packers. Packers, they have the overall better defense. Um, but uh, in the end, I do think that Justin Herbert will make enough plays for the Chargers to get the win. And this is a must-win game for the Chargers trying to keep their playoff hopes alive. So, um that's my thoughts on uh, some of the matchups around the NFL. Um, I do think the Chargers will beat the Packers. Um, and, um, you know, it's going to be a very fun uh, week 11 around the NFL and uh, really looking forward to it. So that's my thoughts on the NFL. Now I want to talk a little MLB news really quick. Um, the uh, uh, Some more awards uh, were handed out uh, this week. Um, the MLB Manager of the Year awards were handed out. Um, Skip Schumacher wins uh, the National League Manager of the Year Award um, for the National League. Um, Skip Schumacher, um, the manager for the Miami Marlins, in his first season managing the Miami Marlins, he was able to lead them to the playoffs with their very good pitching staff. Um, and uh, normally, you know, when you have a uh, manager taking over um, in the first year, it's a bit of a rebuild. But the Miami Marlins pitching really played well and they were able to get enough offense in the second half of the season for them to make the playoffs. So that's a big reason why I think Skip Schumacher won the National League Manager of the Year Award. So congratulations to Skip Schumacher. Um, and uh, in the American League Manager of the Year Award, uh, that went to Brandon Hyde, the manager of the Baltimore Orioles. He led the Orioles to a 101-win season. They won the American League East Division. Um, and, of course, uh, they made it to the playoffs. Um, so a uh, very good season for the Orioles. Uh, that ball club is very good, very good pitching, very good hitting, and a lot of young players with a lot of control. So um, the Orioles are expected to be very good for a long time. Um, great season um, as a manager for Brandon Hyde. Um, and, uh, you know, winning 101 games, um, you know, that's a big part of why he won the American League Manager of the Year Award. Now, the Cy Young Awards. Um, over in the National League, Blake Snell won the award for the San Diego Padres. Um, Blake, S Blake Snell is now a free agent, um, but uh, he had a very good season with the Padres, uh, 238 strikeouts, and uh, he led the league in ERA. So a very solid season for Blake Snell. He wins his second career Cy Young Award. He won one when he was with the Tampa Bay Rays in the American League. Now he won um, one with the National League with the San Diego Padres. So it'll be really interesting to see where Blake Snell um, ends up, um, where he ends up signing this offseason. Uh, but, um, you know, he uh, made a very strong case to get a lot of money um, winning his second career 
Cy Young Award. And over in the American League, Garrett Cole uh, wins the American League Cy Young Award um, for the New York Yankees um, after uh, putting together a very solid season with a 15-4 and record. Um, Garrett Cole had 222 strikeouts, um, and uh, he had a very good season for the Yankees. So Garrett Cole uh, wins his first career Cy Young Award after being a runner-up a few times uh, throughout his career. He finally wins the Cy Young Award. So congratulations uh, to both Blake Snell and Garrett Cole. Um, and um, congratulations uh, to everyone who has won awards uh, so far this week. Now we are waiting for the MVP award. We will find that out a little bit later on tonight. Um, who is going to win the MVP award for the American League and the National League. So we'll stay tuned for that. And we'll talk about that on the next podcast episode. So with all this being said, um, that's my thoughts on everything for today. Now I just want to leave you guys with a quick Bible verse before I go. From the book of Psalms, chapter 27, this Bible verse says, um, The Lord is my light and my salvation. Whom shall I fear? The Lord is my refuge and my stronghold. And whom shall I be afraid? This is an incredible reminder to all of us um, that if God is our light, if God is our salvation, um, and you know, if the Lord is our refuge and our stronghold, there's nothing in this life that we need to be afraid of. Um, know that God is always with you. God is fighting your battles for you. Um, God is always going ahead of you, uh, fighting your battles for you. And God is always with you every step of the way, uh, wherever you go. Um, as long as you trust in the Lord with all your heart, um, know that no matter what battles come your way, you will not be shaken and God will never leave you. God will never forsake you. And God is always with you, with you every step of the way. Um, so I just want to leave you guys with that reminder Thank you guys for listening. Always remember never to fear. Um, God is always with you. Um, and um, always remember that God is love and God is good all the time. Um, thank you guys for listening, and I'll see you guys next time. Go Hawks and uh, go Mariners. Make some moves. See you guys next time.